Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Spoiler warning, if you haven't seen, I think it's called Split Decision Season 12, Episode 12 yeah. of ER. And if you really don't want to, no, this is your spoiler warning. But if, come on. Come on, man. Just listen to the episode. Unless you're, like, really, like, watching ER, for, you know, maybe you're doing a bit of that. Yeah. Well, Come maybe on. there could be people that have just started watching ER now. Yeah, like, if, if someone started, like, I'm watching, um, I don't know, I'm watching Star Trek Next Generation. If someone mm. started talking about season four, mm. if Freakonomics. Yeah. Or This American Life was just like, we're going to start to, or another podcast I listened to, were like, instead of doing these, like, slices of America, these fascinating stories mm. of Americans, we're now going to talk... About Star Trek Next Generation. Like, see, half of season four for a bit. I'd go, oh, I'll, I'll stop listening for a bit because mm. I'm not at season four yet. Mm. So I get that, I suppose. Anyway, if that's you, spoiler warning. Peace. I hate the word. I don't- Hello and welcome to the pod. This is woo. Mish and the woo, yay. Woo, yeah. This is Mish and Zach's Leguizama Rama, a podcast where each week two dumb cunts chat about Johnny Legs and all the shit he's been in. Um, but we're medical dumb cunts now mm-hmm. because what we like to talk about is ER because he did do a stint on ER um, and uh, we're, we're chatting about that at the moment. My name is Mish Wittrup. You might know me from never being in ER. Yeah, I've heard that said of you many times. <laughs> yeah, Mish, Mish, she's the blonde one. She's never been in ER. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm joined as always by my very fabulous friend, fabulous, Zachary T.R., uh, mm-hmm. who you might know from. Um, I was in ER. Yeah. I was. I played the part of George Clooney in yeah. ER. <laughs> you were so yeah. convincing. Thank you. Thank you. How fun it is to be watching ER when Johnny Legs is in ER, isn't it? Mm. Do you want to just jump straight in and I'll do my description of the episode? Yeah, because... I've got, a, I, I've got a good one, I reckon. I think straight up, go straight into it. I think it's important. Like A lot of you are probably like, hold on a second. They usually don't do the blurb until about 45 minutes into the pod. I think it's important that we do the blurb up the top. Here it we comes. we got to get straight into it. Last week we mm. were saying, if you listened last week, we were like... I can't wait to see this episode. What's going to happen here? Yeah. Um, you know, where were we last week? Just, so just as a little reminder. Here's where we're at. Vincent Clemente came in a, a good chunk of episodes ago. That's Johnny Legs's character. It was all a bit slow moving for Johnny Legs. We're like, who is he? What's he about? And then bam, last episode, it's like we hit 
we hit some on some shit. He's got a lover in the East Coast. She's married to a cop. That cop is crooked. He sends his mobster cop friends down to destroy Johnny Legs' career. He has to protect himself. He has to protect his ex-lover from the East Coast. What's he going to do? Oh, my God. It's so full on. We were so, so excited. He gets for, for onto the train. He gets onto the Chicago train ready to ready to run away. It's like, what's this going to do? All right. <clears throat> Uh, episode 11, 12, season 12 of ER. When Clemente goes missing, Dr. Dubenko, who we haven't seen much of, but he's been in ER a long time and he's mostly known for ER, so I couldn't give him a fun name. Mm. So he is just Dr. Dubenko. Volunteers to take the day shift and has a whole thing with whether to take an old lady to ICU or let her die. Meanwhile, the walk to remember being a pedophile plot is brought back in a way that can only be described as weird, full on. And I'm pretty sure there's stuff in the Hippocratic Oath about the fact that you should probably refer 15 year old girls you've slept with to another doctor. Elsewhere, Practical Magic and Liar Liar venture out for some baby shopping. Also, Bender Like Beckham has dramas with her soldier boy about how he has to go back to war. And IMHO, it's hard to make art about a war that's still happening. John Leguizamo plays the part of doing VO for Sid the Sloth, presumably, because he must have had to take the week off because he's not in this episode at all. (laughs) Very good. Now, you should imagine... Imagine our surprise when we sit down to watch a delicious episode of ER to find out about what's happened to Victor Clemente and he's just not fucking there. There is one mention of him at one point and it is, where is Victor? It seems he's gone missing. Oh, I don't know. Dr. Domenko is here to fix fix shit up and save the day. Is Domenko in it anymore? Is it, is it like I don't Domenko's, know. I've never seen him before. He's in ER. Like, I know that face is an ER person. And uh, did they just, like, bring him back? Are they like... I don't know. Domenko's here to fill in the shit. It's like... And then that week they were like, Domenko returns on all the ads. Is that what happened? Maybe. But also they didn't make a big deal about him being back. It wasn't like a huge yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, but... There's no mention. So, yeah, that plot point, that plot line of Victor Clemente is just hanging in the air and we're just waiting to to grab it and have a little taste. But Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. So we, we had a bit of a back and forth about whether we should do this episode. Um... Because as you know, we don't have a lot of rules here on this pod, but generally speaking... Like there is the general like core rule. Is that we discuss things that Johnny Legs is in and he is not in this episode. But I feel the air was thick enough of us wanting him to be. Also, I watched all the way to the end before I realised that he wasn't in it and I am not having that 45 minutes of my life Go to waste. Well, and that was that was a big one for me, right? Mm. I hadn't watched it, but I was like, I, I don't want 
you to have watched yeah. 45 minutes of ER only to just tell me we don't need to watch this 45 no. minutes of ER. So I was like, I feel like we should talk about it. And then this is the other thing I would say, like there is a reference to the character, mm-hmm. right? And it's not like, you know, John Leguizamo in 80% of the movies he's in yeah. is in two scenes at the start, one scene in the third act. Mm-hmm. And it's not like we don't watch the second act because his character's not in the second act. That's true, but we also don't plan on watching any of season 13 of ER, knowing that he's not Speak in it. Speak for yourself. Well, yeah. Well, okay, then creating a podcast about it. Speak for yourself. Oh, my God, are you going to do that? Yeah, we're going to do season, <laughs> season 13, 13 of er Arama with Michelle Brazier just because she's got a similar name to you. That's so funny. That would be a very funny podcast, season 13 of ER. And it's called season 13 of er Arama. Yeah. I reckon if ACAST, I wonder if ACAST would have a Zoom meeting about that. They'd let like, us do it. They love, they love, ACAST loves Leguizamarama. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I think that you kind of covered enough in the blurb for us to not really need to go into it too much because, fuck, man, he wasn't even in it. But he um, ran off. It was like, what are we... Yeah, where'd this, he go? What What happened here? What will make... Like, so I know for a, fa- for a fact that Johnny Legs comes back because he's in more episodes. He's listed as being... But when? Now, do how many episodes of ER do I have to watch that don't have Johnny Legs in them before he comes back? Do you reckon, here's my question, do you reckon it was an availability thing? Yeah. Like, do you reckon, because now that I think about it, last episode he runs off with her and that's like quite a pointed thing that he runs off with her and I just presumed that was just for the night or like that we were going to kind of follow them. Yeah, that's what I thought was going to happen is that we would then be taken to the hotel that he's taken them to. Yeah, or, but do you reckon like when he signed on he was like, yes, but I have to do Sid the Sloth that week so I can't do that week and his agent was like let me get back to you yeah we can do it they'll write you out of that episode well that's the thing it's like surely that would be a case for like one episode so um, like maybe that's kind of what they but did. also he hasn't been on it long enough for him to be able to have built up that kind of relationship with everyone like I'm assuming but the, but maybe he was only ever signing on for an arc mm. you know I oh, will bringing this Clemente character for 12 episodes that's always what he was signing on for mm. and when he signed on for that he wasn't available for a window of time mm. because of another project and they're like okay we can still make it work and then the way they made it work was like oh now he has to run away for a bit yeah maybe and like, but it just was poorly executed. Yeah. Well, also, I get the vibe with this show with the like a lot of people just like um, dorky, nerdy, redhead doctor that only speaks in puns and mm. one-liners. Sometimes he's not in it. They just give him episodes off where he's just not there. He's kind of like the Toadfish. Toadfish was in more episodes of Neighbours, though. Do you want to know a fun fact about Toadfish? Of course I do. Well, more about Neighbours generally. Mm. I was, may it rest in peace. May it rest in peace. I knew someone who knew someone who wrote on Neighbours, not who acted in Neighbours. Mm. And I, this is a really funny... I think... I, I, you know, with this podcast, I feel like I've told every story and you're as, like, fucked forgetful as I am. Yeah. Like, I get called out on the other podcasts I do where they're like, you've told that story 50 times. Whereas with you, I just feel like we're just... Like, I feel like we're in a fucking loop. Yeah, we're in a loop. 
Because no, neither of us are calling each other out. We're mm. just like, yeah. <laughs> we just say the same thing every episode. Yeah. So if I've said this, apologies. But with neighbours, they, um, <laughs> they like the, the, the tenured actors. So your Susans, your Toadfishes, your, your Carls. Carls. Their whole thing, part of what they've negotiated is how many days a week they shoot. So like Toadie comes in three days a week, right? He doesn't do Mondays or Fridays. Or something like that, right? So then when you're writing Neighbours, that is a consideration you have to have. So, like, it's like if they're filming that on a Monday, that scene, and you want to put Toadie in it, you can't, right? But also, the other thing is they've paid for Toadie on a Tuesday. So if you're writing a scene that they're filming on a Tuesday... Better put Toadie in it. You've got to put Toadie in it. (laughs) That's great. And apparently the, the description that I've heard is apparently if you go and look at it... There's just like all these scenes all through Neighbours and it's it's more than just Toadie. I think it's like like that tenured cast mm. where they'll just be there. Like it'll be this scene between like fucking Delta Goodrum and whoever else and they're having a scene and then Toadie's just, just there. there. Yeah, like, just like crack, facial expressions. Cracking wisecracks. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is then. But I get that vibe with ER very much. It's like there's an understanding. Like other than – so it seems like Practical Magic and Liar Liar mm. are real – like I, at the very least at the moment in season 12 are a consistent every third scene one of them's there, mm. right? And they're in every single episode and they ain't going anywhere. But all the other characters seem to kind of flop about. Like there was an episode where Shane West just wasn't in it. Like a, was there? Yeah, a couple of episodes ago. Yeah. It just wasn't there. Uh, Dorky Redhead just sometimes isn't there. Like, do you reckon that's the writers? Probably a bit of both. But do you reckon that's the writers? They've got like 25 characters at their disposal, like 12 characters mm-hmm. at their disposal, and sometimes they don't use them and they're not too stressed about using them every week. Yeah. Or do you reckon it's more like an availability thing? Like, No, I think the first one. I think if it was an availability thing, it would get too complicated. With a cast that size... It would just get too complicated. But Although I think maybe with Johnny Legs, if they did bring him on and they said, look, there's this character, 12 episodes, this is the arc, he would have been like, 100%, I can do it, not a problem. I just need this period of two weeks where you'll be filming off to do some Sid the Sloth stuff. Yeah, because that's where the money's at. That's what's yeah, paying and if the you, mortgage. Yeah, and if, if you don't want to do the ER, that's cool, but I can't do ER then. And because they really wanted Johnny Legs because it's Johnny Bloody Legs. And he really wanted to do it too. Of course. Of course, bit, bit of good coin, bit of fun, medical drama, mm. fun. And who knows, maybe, you know, maybe yeah, maybe few seasons. Yeah, who knows. Um, but no, he wasn't even in this fucking episode. Kat Dennings was back though. Hello, Kat. Hey, Kat Dennings. Um, Your characters, you know, I don't use this word often, mm. problematic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That storyline that is the, I, I have never in my life seen such a wishy-washy storyline based around a pedo in my life. <laughs> it's just a very odd, it's odd. So Kat Dennings, this is a big trigger warning, by the way, everybody. Um, uh, Kat Dennings has come back to the hospital and Shane West is her doctor after sh- what looks like her father has beaten her, right? Yes. I don't think he has, by the way. I think that she's been lying to Shane West. That's- oh, I, 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 I don't. Oh, really? I-, I think that she's lying to him. No, I think it is the dad. Do you? Yeah. 
They did beat the shit out of her in a car park. They beat the shit out of Shane West. Yeah, I think that was just the plot. I think it was just like I did that whole plot. I'm, I'm, I'm personally like I'm finding it very. They, it's very, very strange and very wishy washy and very odd. Do you know what this plot has the vibe of? Right, because it's like 2005, and it's just like you know that 2005 is like it's just like they've demonstrated enough just from the start by making it the funny story, mm. right? There's this, almost this like effort of like now we can now we'll treat it with some seriousness like mm-hmm. now we'll it's like okay we get that it's not funny we'll treat it with some seriousness it's like it's like um you know like when you're talking to a okay here's an equivalent right mm-hmm. I was talking to it's like you're talking to a nice old couple that you meet yep right and you're chatting away with them and they seem lovely. Uh, they're, they're from far north Queensland. You've just met them. They're lovely. And it's just like, I'm going to have a nice conversation with these people and I'm going to do everything I can just not to go anywhere near politics. Oh, my God, this is such the vibe. Yep. Right? It's just like this story is just like, just don't. Mm. Just, just, and they're like, no, 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 no. Now it's like got We're gonna some We're going to develop white. it. We're going to really like explore it and he's yeah. going to be really mature about. It's like, no, 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 just, I just don't. Just drop it. Just, dro- just drop you it. You fucked it a bit. You fucked it a bit at the start. You didn't want to explore it too hard and then you kind of sort of explored it and it didn't just land. Just drop it. So just drop it, pretend it didn't Just happen. let it go. It's ER, we can move on. And then they did. They moved on. They were like, we're moving on. Uh. And then they were like, oh, actually. And you're like, no, 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 Wrap this up. It's like, no, but now it's like, no. Shh, shh, hush. It's okay. Hush, shut, shut up. It's shh. all good. Yeah. I've talked at length about how I like the moral ambiguity. Not with this one. Yeah. You, you fucked it. You fucked it. You Let fucked it go. It. Let it go, yeah. They did fuck. That's exactly. Oh, my God. Nail on the fucking head, Zach. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> it's like, I just don't I, don't. I feel like we need to address it, but also I don't want to because it's not going to be a fucking thing next week. Like the next episode is just not, it's not going to, anyway, whatever. It is that, and it's that like, it's that almost like um, that apology. Mm. Like also, it's, that's also what it is. Or mm. it's like that apology where someone keeps digging mm. and they're like, I'm sorry. It's like, just, just let it go. Let, yeah, it, go. let it go. Go away. Go away. Let it go. And they're like, no, no, no. Let it go. Gosh. Um, the practical magic liar liar story of having the baby. I'm bored. <laughs> you're bored. You're done. I'm bored. I don't, the whole episode was them just shopping at baby bunting. Like, yeah, it was like we... We need to get two cots. Oh. And then he breaks it to her that, oh, by the way, identical twins run in my family. Mm. And then she's like, what do you mean? It's like, well... And then he's a little insensitive because he's like, mm. then, you know, one of us... Get, yeah. It, it. This is the problem with network drama. There's a lot of good things. Yeah, but fuck, there's some mundane... Bullshit. We hit a really interesting emotional peak with that story last week when she decided to keep the yes. baby. Yes. That was a beautiful ending. Mm-hmm. And and the problem with network television is now we have to go shopping with them to buy baby bunting. Yeah. It's like, wow. Like last week I was like, wow. I, was, I, t- I said last week I cried. Yeah. I cried. I was like, and I don't cry much. Yeah. I was like, wow, this has really affected me, this story. Mm-hmm. And now they're like, now we gotta go buy a stroller. Yeah, and it was just the I've just I've never been more bored in my life. It's like uh, just pick any iconic movie with an iconic ending. Casablanca. Casablanca. It's like him being like, well, I think this is the start of a beautiful friendship. Yeah, or just like, well, I got, does he leave? He doesn't. Yeah, leave. no, he leaves with that guy and he goes, I, well, I think this is the start of a beautiful friendship, and they're walking away. Right, and then, and it's, then like, it's like, and then it's like, so who stays? 
He does. He stays. She yeah. goes. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So this is, I was really confused. I thought you meant he leaves on the plane. No, no, he's walking away with his mates. I can think this is the start of a beautiful, beautiful friendship. friendship, right? It's like then. <laughs> Next episode is him like calling him, being like, "Hey, man! Like, considering we're going to be friends now, do yeah. you want to? Do you want to maybe go and get a meal? Like, we could go to. Oh, if, if Thursday's no good for you, I can I can do Friday or um or Sunday morning. And I got to, but but first I've got to pack up the bar. Yeah, I got to pack the bar up. I got to pack the bar up, and um, because I'm going, I'm I got to. Yeah, and it's like, well, you've just ruined. You took everything away from. I think this is the start of a beautiful friendship by then showing me the start of the beautiful But then also, oh, there's problems in the friendship because, you know, he's got a bit of an ego. Yeah, and then realising, oh, fuck, probably shouldn't have committed that hard to friendship. It's like... like uh, I don't have a lot of time. I have a job and I'm, you know, I've got bills to pay and... It's like um, How much time do Terminator, I really have to make a new friend? When Terminator, uh, Terminator 2, where he does a thumbs up. Yeah. And, like, goes into the... Yeah. Bar- boiling... There was a Terminator 3, so this doesn't really apply, and it was a pointless Terminator 3. Yeah. But it was just like... It's like, like Terminator 3. It's like Terminator 3? Yeah, it's like Terminator 3. It's like... Anyway. Um, it's like the end of Titanic, mm. right? Where, you know, she lets him go and he sinks into the water, and then being like, oh, I wonder what she ended up doing with that jewel, like, if she ever got that jewel back as an old lady. Oh, wait, no, we did see that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, anyway, I'm, uh, it was a fine episode, whatever. I'm ready to give Leguistamos now so we can jump into talking about the other thing we want to talk about. Okay, sure. My Leguistamos is one. He got a mention. That's it. One Leguistamo. I give it a half Leguistamo. Yeah, like I'm being generous because I'm, I, don't, I don't even know why I'm being generous. I was really pissy that he wasn't, he wasn't there after everything they did to us last week. Um, but how dare they? How dare they have Johnny Legs on their books and not put him in this app? Um, so, yeah, that's our Leguistamo. Sorry to disappoint. Do you know what makes me think we should do? What? We should try and find what's the most Leguistamo, what's the highest, just one episode, doesn't have to be today, what's the highest leguistamo movie that he's not in? I think we did that once. Did we? I'm sure we did. It was Speed. Fuck yeah. Speed got like good. a two and a half Leguistamo. Yeah, it's a really strong one. Yeah. Fuck, we're good. Yeah. <laughs> but to be honest, I don't even know if we did that on pod. Like, we might have just been having that conversation. But, like, we said that Speed is like a two-Leguistamo yeah. movie. Yeah, absolutely. That's great. That's great. Um, although Identity, we spoke about that a bit last week. That's a leg. That's got a solid one-Leguistamo, two. Maybe even yeah. one and a yeah, half. Yeah, no, I think it's a one. I think it's a one. It gets a higher rating than this, this episode of ER that mentions him. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like 100%. Um, speed has more Leguistamo power than this episode of ER. Mm. Um, okay. So upon discussing whether we're even going to talk about this episode, which we decided to do because let's not waste my time. Mm. Uh, what we also talked about last week was that I sent Zach a trailer for an up and coming John Leguizamo movie Mm. that's coming out in November, I believe called the menu. Now, if you have not watched this trailer, you must watch this trailer. You simply must. I turned it on thinking, okay, well, Johnny Legs, we all know that Johnny Legs says yes to everything. He doesn't stop working. And some of his stuff is just kind of a middle, like, middling film that made him a bit of money, whatever. Less so now, though. I think he's really in a good place right he's now. Like choosing like good he's, shit. I feel like he's, like, able to choose what he is fourth build on. He's been putting mm. out some good shit. Encanto. The me- the, yeah. yeah that's anyway, true. go on. Go on. Um, and so I clicked on the trailer going, okay, it's a Nicholas Holt film, right? 
I was like, cool, let's have, let's have a look. And I was so blown away because I watched the trailer and I went, oh, my God, Zach is going to be just as excited for this as me, I do believe. And mm. this, the, the, my, I know for a fact, having seen so many movies like The Menu, I'm assuming, that it could be such a miss. Like, it could not hit yeah. at all. But, my God, this film, based on the trailer, has such potential to hit. So, anyway, got Zach to watch the trailer, and we're going to discuss the trailer of the menu. So, if you want to go and watch it, it's like a minute and 36 seconds Spoiler or something. Spoiler warning YouTube. for the trailer, trailer of, the menu. of the menu. So, this movie is essentially, from what it looks like, broken down, is about a fucking... Restaurant, real uppity, yeah. upper class, fine dining. Can I just say, I thought our plan with this podcast was to make it nominally about the ER one mm. and then just subtly move the conversation. Nah. You have made it so formally like a two-part podcast. Yes. I love it. Great. I'm so excited by this trailer. Yes. Honestly, I'm so excited by this trailer. It's like this fine dining, super fine dining, very Attica, if you're up with Melbourne fine dining. Very, uh, uh, um, oh, I was going to say, I've forgotten. Keep going. Uh, There's a particular place that's like the number one in the world that it's very like. Yeah, it's kind of looks like it's in a remote area. It's surrounded by, like, it's beautiful. I keep fine thinking of restaurant. Nobu. But that's not what it is no, because it's not, it's not set in 1997 Miami. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. Um, and it's this restaurant, the head chef is, uh, what's his name? Ralph Fiennes. Ralph Fiennes. And that's fucking sick as is. And apparent, like something to do with like putting emotions into the food, which is very simply irresistible, starring Sarah Michelle Gellar. This if is, anyone has ever seen that is, film. I've 100% seen that film. <laughs> Yeah, this this is for everyone for everyone that 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 watched Simply Irresistible and thought I would love to see this as an intellectual A twenty four style horror <laughs> horror film. film. Then this is the movie for you. But then shit goes awry. But what I loved about the trailer is it doesn't fucking give anything away. Really, mm. Queen's Gambit is there. I don't know her name. Nicholas Holt is there. Who else is in this fucking movie? It's so good. It looks so good. It's essentially a food film and a horror thriller in one. And that honestly makes me so excited. I'm, I was shaking. It's, um, it, it has Paul Adelstein in it as well. That's who I was thinking. And it's of. got like, I was, I can't prison like, break. Who's the waitress. Who's the waitress. The waitress is the actress from, um, from, uh, the Downsizing. Downsizing. Hong Chow, I think her name is. And she was great in Downsizing. Yeah. She was so good in Downsizing. Anyway, that's a that's a that was a movie that was all right, but mm. she was really good. Yeah, I love that. And I'm like, fuck, that looks cool. It's it it is a movie that you're absolutely right. Like It could miss. I can feel it happening. I can feel like that this movie might not just fucking hit, but I want it to hit so badly. And it's really cool people involved. So that it's produced really cool. by Adam McKay, who who has done like who who's a director, but he did like a, he's done like um as a producer he did Succession mm-hmm. and as a director he did um oh you know what's his name? That movie I love with Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt uh, you got a short, the big short. The big short. I love the big short. Mm. Well, it's um, it's 
directed by this guy named Mike Mylord Lod, who I'd never heard of before. Yeah, um, but he'd worked, but he's worked on a bunch of television stuff like Game of Thrones, Shameless, and Succession, and also Ali G in the House. <laughs> Who's it written? <laughs> See, and it says dark comedy, which I like. Because that's the thing, right? Mm. Miss showed me the trailer and I'm like, oh, this is a bit silly. Mm. But then but then the trailer, like it gets really serious, but then it loops back around with a joke. Yeah. About like wanky food. And I'm like, oh, if it's it, it's got to be pretty self-knowing to pull it off. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's got to be the right level of comedy because it's like it, – I. But it's all really good mm-hmm. people. Yep. And it's good actors. There's a lot of actors in this that, you know, they wouldn't say yes unless unless the script was good, I think. Um, I would also just like to say that while we're having a chat, I'm going on IMDb's and having a look and seeing whatever. Often when you go into an actor at the IMDb page, it'll say how many things that they're currently filming, that's pre-production, post-production, uh, things that have been announced, that kind of thing. Most actors maybe have two or three each year. Currently, John Leguizamo has nine. Oh, my God. Nine things that are either completed, post-production or pre-production. That's fucked up. Anyway, do you want to say the next just, one that's coming out. And I just did God. a little bit of uh, like a little bit like I'm looking at the Wikipedia. This is really interesting. Talking about downsizing. Alexander Payne was attached to direct it for a bit, and oh, Emma really? Stone was attached to be in it, and then, and then he had to leave. Well, he says because of scheduling conflict, and then Mark Mylod was brought in, and oh. then Fiends rejoined. So it's not like it was like oh, because it was Alexander Payne, they linked. Like people re- like could have left but rejoined. You know, it 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 it's promising. I think it's very promising. It's a promising thing. But didn't it excite you? Did you not watch the trailer and go, I'm so excited for that? I was, like, not expecting it to be a horror mm. in the trailer, right? And then the way that it plays in the trailer, I was like, this is like, if 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 it was a horror, it's like, I was a little bit like, oh, something's wrong here. And then, like, the way it plays in the trailer, it's just like, oh, it's, like, full, like, cooked. Like, it's full crazy, right? Because I was, like, I thought it would be a bit more, like, something's wrong and we never it's, like, a much slower burn. But it's just, like, no, something's crazy wrong. Yeah. This is fucking crazy. Yeah. But then, and I was, like, this looks a bit silly. I was, like, this looks a bit silly, but it doesn't know it's silly. It's, like, what are we saying? And Mm. then it was silly. There was a little joke. A little jokey at the end. And I was like, oh, okay, if it's knowingly silly, hey. Hey. I have a, I'm going to throw out a quick prediction. I think Johnny Legs is going to die in this film. Not in life, please. No. No, I meant in the film. Um, I have a feeling that this is the kind of movie. Where Johnny Legs Where Johnny Legs will die in the first, in the, the second third of the film. Yep. That's my theory. But yep. my God, I'm so excited for it. I, I honestly nearly wet myself. Oh, I'm getting a call. Please ignore. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm keen. We should Are go we watch keeping it at, that in? We should go watch it at the movies. Well, that's what I was going to say because now that now I, like, I'm prepared for this, I'm yeah. ready for this. Like Encanto just kind of popped up and yeah. I was I mean, at a very busy time in our lives. Yeah. But now that we know when it's coming, I think that we go and we see – and we, I, it's just going to be fucking so good. Yeah, it's I think that'll be, be a fun so night out. Good. Me and Mish, let's have a fun night out. Oh, cute. Go watch we a go movie. have dinner? 
Yeah, yeah. Will yeah. our partners come? Uh, yeah, well... My partner might not like this film. Well, and it's a horror, yeah. I don't know if Annie, if Annie wouldn't be open to it, but it's also like, um, yeah, then like, how can we do our affair? Yeah, that's true. How do we do kisses? <laughs> how do we do our, our salacious affair? It's like, how do we make it work if our partners are right Oh, there? did we just say that in front of the microphone? Oh, no. Oh, Tom better cut Tom, that part. No, don't cut that, but don't do cut. cut the bit earlier that where Mish said... But don't cut any of this. Yeah, no. But when Mish actually, like, they don't want to confuse you, Tom. Yeah, don't be confused, But cut Tom. the earlier bit. Um, yeah, let's Great. make it a little thing. We'll make it a thing. Mark my words. I'm Mark sorry words. that this wasn't very Irish. We kind of went back to the old Leguizamarama times. Well, because uh, he wasn't in it. But he wasn't fucking in it. Um, I don't know what to do. I'm like, I'm in such an ER mode. I don't know what to do. I'd like to hear what our listeners think about this. Uh, whether we should have done this episode. <laughs> Too bad. We've already released we've it. We've already done it. Um, but please don't be upset with us. Mish, i got a question for you. Yes, Zach. How many Leguistamos do you give the trailer for the menu? Ooh, okay. I'm going to give it... Th- and it's not what you predict them. Uh-huh. The tra- I'm going to give know, it the trailer. You. Okay. I'm going to give it three Leguistamos. Now, Leguizamo is actually not in the trailer very much. No. But the shot of him mm. gave me the kind of... Because there's one shot of him in the trailer where he's just kind of sitting there, like, taking it all in. Mm. Gave me such excitement. Mm. Like, even still, to this day, I've watched so many Leguizamo things now. Like, mm. we're nearly on 100. Mm. 100 Leguizamo things. That even now, even though I know he's going to be in something, when he pops up on my screen, mm. I get so excited. And that excitement in itself created two full Leguistamos and then it gets a whole Leguistamo because the vibe of the film is pretty Leguistamo. Yes. Yeah. I want to say two things. I'll give my review. So I want to say one thing. The review is one of the two things. Yeah. The one thing I want to say is, I totally agree with you on the thrill of seeing Leguizamo in a movie. And I was thinking, is that because, like, I do a podcast about him? I'm like, no, I think it's the thrill I always had, mm-hmm. which is exactly what this podcast is about, which is, oh, John Leguizamo's in this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love exactly John Leguizamo. Right. Exactly. I like, you know, watching Chef, you're like, oh, it's John Leguizamo. Yeah. Because he pops up so often. Yeah. Like, that, that, you, that excitement happens more than you would think. Yeah. Particularly when you're doing a podcast about him. But mm. it's still that feeling. Oh, 100%. Oh, that's John Leguizamo. Yeah. From Chef. I love yeah. him. <laughs> and we've gotten a couple of DMs as well. A lot from people in, um, in America. Shout out to our American listeners. Uh, Shout out that sh- that Tennessee. Shoot us DMs. It's like, oh, my God, I, I feel the same. I've always felt that same way about him. Like, it's so awesome that, uh, that to hear you guys chat about it because I feel the same way. Like, I'd be watching movies and he just pops up all the time in some of my favourites. And I've always wanted to know, like, if anyone else felt somewhere, and you do. You do. We've and, honest, and, and, we, and we do, man. And there's other, and if you, it's, if you don't feel that about Leguizamo, but you feel that about other actors, mm-hmm. there, there are people out there that are just, mm-hmm. and if you are one of those actors, mm-hmm. that's, that's a thing to say. Mm-hmm. If right now listening to this podcast, if you're just sitting there with your headphones in on a bus and you are, um, uh, I'm trying to think of one of those actors. Like a character actor. Yeah, like um, someone that we, we talk about. Michael Shannon, if you're yeah. listening right now. On a bus. <laughs> on a bus? Michael Shannon, if you're on a bus. People love you. Yeah, man. There are people that are like, oh, my God, it's Michael Shannon. Yeah. Yeah. 
How cool is that, Michael yeah, But Shannon. if you're Johnny Legs and you're listening to this podcast right now, hi. Hey, Johnny, we fucking love you, We bro. fucking love you, you're man. You're the fucking bee's knees. But also, Johnny, if this is the episode that you've listened to first yeah. <laughs> of our whole podcast, it gets better than this. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. This is kind of Stop it. Stop lying this to yourself and to, the, to, and to, to Johnny. Johnny Legs. Okay, it doesn't really. But we, do you have any idea how much of our time we've committed to doing this? We love you. So I give it three... I don't love you, Johnny Legs. I don't know you. I don't want this to be weird. I don't love you. I, I just respect your work. Okay. Mish is a weird stalker type. Yeah. She's parasocial. Not me. I'm cool. We should hang out sometime. <laughs> okay. So I give it three Leguistamos as well. Mm-hmm. And the reason I give it three Leguistamos is all because of the shot you just described. Yeah. And I'll tell you why I love that shot. I love that shot because it's so in it. Mm-hmm. That it makes me feel like someone said we need to get a shot of John Leguizamo in it because he's not, because he's one of the, you know, patrons, patrons, um, but because there's no like dialogue scenes because of whatever, like um, it's not in the, it's like we need to in either in the brief or in the notes for the edit. Hunch set. We need to get a, sh- a clear shot of John Leguizamo to communicate to the audience yep. that John Leguizamo is in this That movie. is so respectful and I of genu- the legs. I just genuinely believe that that shot is in that trailer for John Leguizamo fans mm. to say John Leguizamo is in this movie. Oh, God. That's so good. And that and I and that's what I feel like happened there. And I thought that's, that's, a, that's a production team. That's a marketing team. That respects John Leguizamo. Yes, he may be fourth build, mm-hmm. but he is build, and he is bringing in audience members because here's two two little little fellas mm. that are going to watch that movie because, because John Leguizamo that. is in it. So whoever made that decision, whoever pitched that in the room, well done. It worked. And and that's what I want to see. And we love you. I want to see John Leguizamo. <laughs> John Leguizamo. John Leg were respect. John Leg were respect for yeah. John Leg was armor. Yeah. All right. Mish, thank you so much. No worries. Good luck with your week. And to you too. Um. And hey, hey man, have a good one. And we'll see you next oh, wait, week. Tom. Maybe with next week's episode of ER, or maybe we'll jump. We, we have it. We'll we have a little chat yet. after this. About What's it. Tom chucking chucking on the end of this? Tell you what he's chucking on the end of this. Yeah. He's chucking uh, at the end of this. Um, I, I, I had such confidence saying this. Um, uh, oh God, what, 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 what have we discussed? I was like thinking barely legal by the strokes, just an equally w- weird song of the era, but I don't think we should do that. Why? Cause it's, it's about, it's equally awkward as the plot lines. Of oh, are. okay. Um, maybe. Why don't you just do. Mandy can you Moore. Do- all right, yes. Do put some Mandy Moore on. For Shane West. Yeah, we'll put some Mandy Moore on. In honour of good. Shane West. Yeah. Um, you choose the song, Tom. Whatever your favourite Mandy Moore song Tom, is. Tom, whatever your favourite Mandy Moore song is. But also, if you're not in the mood for Mandy Moore, Tom, any of the post-Britney artists. So if you want to put Jessica Simpson. Yeah, that's good. Actually, fuck Mandy Moore. I want to hear <laughs> Jessica Simpson's cover of Boots Were Made For Walking. <laughs> Thank you, Tom, and thank you, everyone. We'll see you next week. Bye.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.